Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries podcast with John and Hannah. Hi. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at a subject suggested by Jason Connolly of the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Make sure you check out that podcast. And in a recent voicemail, Jason asked for some suggestions as to how you could run a barroom brawl without it becoming stale and bogged down. Alright then, love. So if you were running a ballroom brawl or a bar fight, probably in your sort of standard like D&D style game, how would you stop it getting like really slow and bogged down? Because combat can be a bit lengthy in D&D, let's face it. It can. Uh, I would probably go with one of two things. One of them would be to have a lengthy combat, but yeah. try and make it a very entertaining lengthy combat yeah. by use of probably some random charts for like crazy stuff that happens, um, that kind of stuff. Or if I really didn't want the bar fight to take the whole session, then I'd probably say, right, we're going to have three rolls. Here's, yeah. here's like three things that happened during this bar fight like one significant thing that's happening to each of the player characters during the bar fight and what's the final outcome mm. see now i've been thinking along similar lines because as as we know like you sort of your actual bar fight like in the real world it's very chaotic lots of random stuff going on most people don't even know they're hitting they're just flailing around and i know one of the things jason was saying is like if you're like a, a slightly higher level player character in DD, you've got like more hit points than you know what to do with mm-hmm. so in like an actual bar fight when you're like oh I don't want to get hit with the head with a bottle or like I forget knocked out but I've been hit with a chair or whatever that's not really an issue for your higher level D&D character you should be like oh yeah uh, it's going to take another 50 of you hitting me with that bottle or with stools or whatever before I get knocked out so it's not really it doesn't have the same sort of ebb and flow as an actual bar fight would you spend a lot of time in a bar fight sort of ducking around and trying to stop yourself getting hit as well as trying to hit other people whereas if you're a like a 10th level PC in a village full of like zero level yokels you can like face palm people left right and centre stride through the middle of that ish and not even care about it and you'll be grand so I was thinking like you were suggesting where using random tape I was thinking of representing the whole bar fight using a sort of random table and what I was thinking of doing was basically making it almost into like a little sort of sub game now this Mm -hmm. is something that they used to do a lot in like older versions of D&D and sort of retro claims like old school essentials and stuff like that so it's like when you're traveling using your provisions and hunting and stuff like that Mm -hmm. would have its own like very simple rules and it was a little mini game within like D&D so it didn't take up a lot of yeah it didn't take up a lot of the game you know you'd um, you do your dungeony bits and like your main game bits and then when you wanted to travel from one adventure place to another you'd do the little travel mini game you'd get there and then you'd crack on with that and it didn't take much time it just gave a bit of fun and a bit of flavor so i was thinking of doing something similar with a barroom brawl mm-hmm. so what i i'm still sort of like working out the details but what i thought we could do is potentially use the hex flowers that are created by Goblin's henchman, another person who's called in a number of times. Mm-hmm. And he's created these these hex flowers, which are almost sort of like a random chart where you roll 2d6 and you have like a little counter on like a little mini hex map. And as you That'd roll... be this paper that you've handily printed out. That's right, exactly. And when you roll 2d6 it tells you on the sheet which direction your result should move you on the little hex grid. When you get to the end, it scrolls you onto the other side of it. And what you do is the tendency, certainly on the one I'm looking at with the 2D6, is for you to move down and to the west of the the map. So what you tend to do is you tend to put your most common results on there. 
Well, the way it works, and why I like it better than a random table for things like this, is obviously each time you move, you're moving from your previous position. So where you end up affects your next roll and affects your roll after that. So it's not purely random like a random table is. And the, the way Goblin's Henchman describes it is like it's like a random table with a memory. And it, and it doesn't really have a memory as such, but obviously... Oh, I see what you mean. Your, your results can change as you sort of go along. But, so we're going to put one of these together then? Well, yeah, but I thought before we started putting it together, I, I, I'm just going to throw a few ideas out for this little sort of mini-game mm-hmm. that I was thinking. And one of the things I was thinking is we're not going to use hit points, mm-hmm. but also we're not going to have anyone die in the bar fight. Because the point of this is to create a simple, fun little mini-game. It's mm-hmm. not to be a life-or-death thing. That's what the actual adventures are for, not, not a bar fight. So what I thought is each character in this bar fight would have like a number of check boxes. And each time you get hit, you check one of those boxes. When they're all checked, you are knocked out. You're not dead, you're just knocked out. Mm -hmm. So I thought, I I don't know what you think of this, but I thought you could have like a a box for like every level you'd got. So if you're higher up, you can still like take, or maybe every two levels. So if you're higher up, you can take a lot, a bit more punishment, but it's still going to be the case of, oh, I can get hit twice or I can get hit five times. Not, oh, I've got 50 hit points, so good luck taking me on with that chair leg. I'm wearing full plate armor. Now, the, the, the possible downside to this is like your equipment doesn't really have a great deal of bearing on this. But what I thought you could do is... It'd be a very simple attack roll. I'm thinking of, like, D6 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You potentially have a, a number of, like, enemy checkboxes. So, like so maybe you have, like, ten checkboxes, and that's, like, the other people. Each time you get hit on them, you check one of their boxes. When they've run out of boxes, that's the combat over. Because the if there's any player characters left, everyone else is laid out. You've won. Cool. So I thought most of the, the options on the hex chart would either be you get a chance to attack somebody or someone attacks you, but then you could also sprinkle in like a few random elements like maybe some other people join so like reinforcements arrive or like maybe a few of them decide to run for it and it like checks some boxes automatically. If you see what I mean. Okay. So if you pass, I think... can you pass me that? So let's say let's say we've got two players, look, player one, player two, then we've got the NPCs. Mm-hmm. So let's say for the NPCs you start off with five checkboxes. Then say for the, the players, let's say we're doing we're doing one checkbox for every like two levels you've got. So let's say they're both they're both level two, so they get one checkbox each. Okay. If player one gets hit, they're knocked out. Player two gets hit, they're knocked out. Mm-hmm. If however they manage to fill in all the NPC boxes before they get knocked out, they've they've won the fight. Oh okay. then, then obviously whatever consequences occur as a result of that fight is down to the GM to play out. So if all the player characters got knocked out, obviously they're not all dead, maybe they get robbed, maybe they wake up in the morning with a sore head and like the, the tavern keeper saying, Get out of my bar, maybe the the city watch drag them to like the drunk tank or whatever the equivalent is. It, it would be down to the GM. Some D6s. Yeah, no problems. Yeah, I have a couple of extra large ones. Splendid. Right. Okay, so now normally the, the first hex on your hex shot is blank, because that's where you start. Mm-hmm. So you put your little like, doohickey on there. You little... Now, one thing we would have to decide is would the player characters move around this map separately or would they all just have one counter? What do you think? Oh, I think you'd move around separately because everybody's doing different stuff, aren't they? 
Okay, so we, we've got these sort of areas underneath. So how about we use them to plot out just like potential events that we might have on there. We don't have to use them all. So I would say, obviously, the first one is a PC can attack an NPC. Someone gets near enough for them to like clock them or do whatever. NPC attacks PC? Yep. So then I was going to say um, things like maybe um, maybe we have one for cover, so the the player characters get a bonus to the next the next time they're attacked. Um. Or maybe we could just say instead of that, because obviously we don't want them to be toting up loads of bonuses. Maybe they just don't get attacked. Maybe that's just like a safe space for that round because they're all moving separately. We'll have a couple of playthroughs with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so what else do you think could go? I think um, enemy reinforcements. I mean, we can change the name of it, but effectively some more like people turn up and like join and get stuck in. Mm. Okay, I think um, another one should be like if a player character lands on this square, they have an opportunity to like escape. Because obviously once you're in the middle of a of, like a massive like melee, it's not as simple as going, oh, I don't fancy this anymore. But like if you land on one of these spaces, you've got a chance to leg it okay. near the door or whatever. Uh, exit close by. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to add in thrown out. So how does that differ from exit? Well, you're being thrown out of the window or door bodily. You have to re-enter by door if you want to go back in. Oh, so what you say, you say thrown out of window, so either leave or go back to the stop. How's that sound? Uh, yeah. Okay, so we've got six different things there. We've got the PC can choose to attack an NPC. NPC attacks a PC. Hide under a table. More regulars arrive. Exit close by. Thrown out of the window. I suggest another one be um, someone calls the watch, and that effectively like prematurely like ends the brawl. So like not so every would it be brawl. the watch arrive? Yeah. So not every brawl has to like involve you grinding your way through it. It could like randomly end after like a round or two. Okay, so what I suggest is if you put like a letter to like symbolise each of those in those hexes, and we just put the letters in there. Okay, do we not want to fill all of these? No, in no, no, we, no, no, we don't. No, no, we don't want to fill all of them. In. We don't. But don't we need them to like chain one after another to have like some logic to? Yeah, yeah, but we, yeah, but we really don't need to fill all of these, and we don't need like sixty-five different events for a barroom brawl. Most barroom brawls okay. aren't that complicated. Okay. And obviously, if it doesn't have a game effect, there's no point it being on there. Like, what does Spill the Drink do in terms of the game? Like, the mini game? What like, mechanical effect does it have? Okay, so, like I say, the tendency is going to be to go in that sort of direction. Mm-hmm. So, I would suggest, first of all, we have like PC attack an NPC, NPC attack PC. Now, obviously, if you go off there, you're going to come in sort of there. Now, you're going to come in there. Duh, duh. You see where I'm going? You're coming mm-hmm. on the opposite side. So I would say put a few hide under a table, so either side, and maybe another one there. Oh, I see. So you can have many of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood that. No, that's fine. So, so more regulars arriving, more regulars arriving. Well, actually, that's the rarest one you tend to get to because you're normally not allowed to go off the bottom. So you want that one to be G. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the premature like, end of the fight. Okay. So we've got. What's that one? More regulars arriving. So let's dot a couple of them about. Uh, exit close by. Exit. 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 Then if we go A, B, B, A, F. Change that to an F. And then I will put a C there. So th- that, that might not be great, but let's just give it a go and see how we get on, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Right, one thing we need to do before we do that is decide how we're going to resolve attacks. Now, I'm, to be honest, I'm literally just thinking of a... I just assumed that that was I get a hit, that was you get a hit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of going for, exactly. Okay, so 
because then it, it could be a case of you end up one of us is going to be players and one of us is going to be NPCs well the thing is with this there's no reason why we can't both do a player because the NPC it's like they automatically hit you they automatically okay. hit you so all we really need is to, like a little marker we can put to, to show where we are which I don't know if I've actually got one. Oh, okay. Handy to have a, a tub of uh, my Marcus. What colour do you want? Blue. Okay, I'll have a red one then. Got stay on brand, don't you? These are too big for this though. Hang on. And chuck us that counter in there then. Some little dice. What colour do you want? Red. Yeah, go stand brand. I love you. I love you. Okay, so do you want to go first? Why you roll them on the table? So you've got six, so you're moving straight down. The NPC attacks me, I'm knocked out, I'm dead. So you're knocked out. Um, I'm knocked that, out. That's you, don't we, we need a way to revive. Or it won't work as a mini game. Mm. See, this is why you play test people. How, how about if instead of that we just say if you end up on the same square as your... How um, about this one? Oh, like tip a drink on your friend's face. All right, that's cool. So where, so we'll start again in a second. So where do you want to put those on the... So uh, if a B and you've got one, two, three, four Bs. Yeah, and we've got so three we want, A's on. Let's change one of the Bs. So that means there's now... Uh, Three instant knockouts. Yeah. And one over here. Yeah, go for it. Let's give it a go. We can always change it back. That's the point of doing it, D, more people arrive. Well, you that's fine. We only really want one, one of them. them. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so I'll roll first this time, see how we get on. So that's a, a 12 for me, so I'm going straight up. So D, so more regulars arrive. So we know what we need to decide now is that, is it just like one more box gets added on? Because we don't want it to go on for like a massive amount of time, do we? Mm. So there we go, just stick like plus one NPC box or something to remind us. Again, obviously we can change this later on. Right, okay, do you want to roll for yours? See what you get. Six again. So you moved down one. Right, hang on, I was there, wasn't I? No. Well, no, because this is a different game, isn't it? Oh, did we restart yeah, once we added yeah, a new thing? Yeah, because we changed the whole thing. Okay, so, yeah, down one. I'm knocked out. Okay, so let's so, see where I'm going. So I've got an eight, so I'm going down here to B. So I am also knocked out. So there we go. So that's us. That, that's our little brawl dealt with fairly quickly. We're both knocked out. We wake up with whatever consequences. The gi and you could put like a little more normal random table and if you want like consequences if you lose the battle. Roll a d6, find out what happens. Or you wake up in the guardhouse or you wake up to find yourself lifted of like 2d6 gold pieces or whatever. So do you want to try another go with these as they are? I want to try another go with these. Yeah. I want to reorganise this if that's okay That's fine, you. go for it. Have we got another one of these? No. Okay. Would you like me to print another one? That's probably going to be quicker than me trying to draw one. I love you. I love you. Marvellous. So, what I propose to make it a more entertaining game... Okay, yeah. First up, we give the players... At least two boxes each. How about this? Just, just a random idea. I mean, feel free to say no. You know, we've just got like one track for the NPCs. How mm -hmm. about if we just had one track for the players? 
So it's like for every player you've got, you have like you have one box to the track, or for every yeah, player. Yeah, let's let's try that. Let's, let's, well, we'll just keep them as we are. We we'll just remember they all come off one. Because then it's like if you get hit once, it, I mean, yeah, we'll try it with this two tracks per player character, but we'll treat it as one track. See how we get on. Like that. Yeah. But I'll see you then. Six each, sing good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that actually changes what I was going to suggest here, which was to move all of the bees, which was the NPC attacks to the outside edge so that you'd have to take at least two turns before you could be knocked out okay um but i'm well, gonna do that anyway why don't we try with that track and play with that the original yeah see how it plays out yeah and then we can write on that one if we want to okay so you make your first roll so that's six so that's straight down so yeah that's me being attacked. So that's what. So I mean, just put like a tally mark or something. One tally on player. Okay, so for me. At which point, is there any point really having like a separate track for the players? And we may as well just like have one marker for them. Now this comes down to how much you want to be able to use this in an RPG with like GM versus players. Are you having this? Well, because. If it's in an RPG, the different player like characters may be expected to work together as a group, but yeah, the actual different players are going to want to feel like they've got some agency yeah, yeah. in this bar fight. Yeah, yeah, well, all I'm saying is, all you do is you still have different people roll, but it just moves the same token. Right, so you take a turn to move the token. Yeah, I so take so you, move you've moved that okay, one, so let's so take the red one off. Yeah, you've done that one. Let's see how we get on. Uh, your turn, even. So six again, so we're moving down one. So we get to PC can attack NPC, so not one on the NPC. Okay, and then I roll again. That's a nine, which is across. So it will be down and across, so you would be coming in there. Okay. So that's E, so exit close by. So if we wanted to leave the combat now, mm-hmm. we, we could do so. I'm not going to, though. Okay. Well, so we're not going to. I'll roll for that. It's a six, which is straight down, which brings me up to here, which is H. Spill a drink on your face, so... To revive a player. So how about we say that recovers you a box or something? Yeah. That was effectively... Okay, yes, yeah, so we've got that box yeah. back. Yeah. Cool. Okay, you're right. Eleven. So that's up in that way. Bar a B. NPC attacks, down a box again. Well, no, because we've got a first Sorry, one Sorry, yeah, down a we? box there. Okay. Eight. So, southwest. D. More regulars arrive. So the NPCs get their box back. That makes more sense. There you added one onto the players as well. Yeah, I've added on, onto both and scribbled out both there because it was getting a bit messy. All here right, okay. All right, yeah, I see. <laughs> so it's your roll, isn't it? I think so. That's a six. Straight down. Straight down. Back to the so start. So you're in the start, which I would say just functions as a hide under tables one, so you're safe for that round. Mm-hmm. Okay, so five, five. which is down here. So PCs Eight. attack NPCs, so it's one of the NPCs. Yeah. Six, Six, straight down. C, hide under a table, so it's safe. That's 12, 12 straight, straight up. up. A. So that's another one off the NPCs. Six again, straight, straight down. down. So we're under the table again. That's a 10, so that way it's a NPC attacks PC, so we lose one. No, no, PCs lose one. Four. 
down and across back under that table. Well, same, that, that table's seen some use. So seven straight down, which would take us up to there. So NPC attacks us, so we lose one. Five is that way, H. Uh, reviver points. Yep. So six straight down, F thrown out of a window or a door and then we can choose to leave and since we, we seem to be getting our asses kicked yeah <laughs> so so that that seemed to work yeah, all right that worked really really well the only thing i would suggest is if we're doing this because they've now got the one track i don't think we need as many boxes for either the npcs or the pcs no you need three or four not six don't you so, so what I would suggest is um, maybe to make it a bit more random. Maybe the NPCs start off with D6 boxes, and the player characters start off with one box per player character. Because in a standard party, that means you'll have four boxes. So four boxes, and then an extra two for the NPCs. Well, like I was saying, I suggest rolling a D6 to see how many boxes they have. Ah, okay, just yeah, yeah. Six. So if you run a roll of D6, two. Okay, so there's, there's two NPC boxes. Okay. So eight. I took one of them. Okay. So that was my drink. So six. Right. I'm, I, I would deal with that, but I'm under a table at the moment. So taking shelter. Typically, all your characters. I bet you got a bar wench under there as Pro- well. Probably. You? Yep. No. I bet she's got pink hair too. Pro- probably. Yeah. Okay. So we're on F. So we're thrown out of the window. So we can leave or come back in. So since we're winning. Let's assume we're going to come back in. So you make the next roll. So we go to the second square. Eight. A. So we've taken it. So there are, yeah. any, there are any two boxes. So, you so and your mate. So they've thrown us out of the window. We've come storming back in and we're like... <laughs> and we've dealt with them. Happy days. But that, that seemed to work pretty well. Yeah. Okay, let, let's give it another playthrough just to make sure that wasn't a this fluke. This time, let's give them maximum hit points versus our two for two player characters. Well, how about we say D6 plus one then? Because then they're bound to get at least two. Okay. Okay, four so four versus two. So we've got two players versus like four NPCs of boxes effectively. Okay, do you want to go first? So that bar wench, did you know it was his boyfriend? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so that's an eight. Right, yeah, you NPC uh, player can choose to attack an NPC. There he goes. Let's take one of that in the boxes. I've rolled a three, which takes us back up to the start, so we're safe. Seven. Straight down. NPC's coming after you. Okay. See how we deal with that. So that's eight again. So back under that. However, I'm gonna flip a table up and hide behind it. (laughs) That's the way I roll apparently. I'm going straight up and smacking him and his mate. Okay. (laughs) So that's eight again. So H. Uh, So so we get a point back. So you've obviously that's splash some drink a splash some drink on your face or something okay tell you what ten ten is that way so that one yeah oh, what, what, which one were you in here no so you'd be there look because you go uh, okay yeah. a so that's another one down on pcs okay so that's a six so going straight down so it brings us up to that g the watch arrived it's all, it's all over. So basically, basically, we were like smacking them down, and then the watch have turned up, and we're like, "Oh, best like it, lads." Cheers, it boys. So I, I think that works pretty well. That to be is honest. brilliant, John. 
because we, we've got like a fun little mini game there and I know some people will be like oh well, it's not technical enough you know it doesn't take into account spells or class abilities or whatever but to be on honest on the other hand if you're in a barroom brawl you're probably already so wasted that you're not going to really be using your spells or your superpowers well, well, or as well, your special I mean, fighty stuff if you, you're just punching each other for the fun of it I think it's if you're casting spells as well like you need to concentrate to do that shit what are the chances you're going to be doing that when there's like stalls flying around and like glasses getting smashed in your face and whatnot so, <laughs> particularly when you've drunk the average D&D players yeah, supposed exactly. <laughs> yeah I, I really like that I think that works quite well so are, 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 we, are we sold on the sort of um, the one player sort of hit thing and like one box per player I think I'd like to play it a couple of times more with another pawn yeah. I'd also suggest just I, I don't know a slightly bigger heck would that make a big difference? Uh, I think it probably would, to be honest. Uh, Just to well, have some more like weird random events in well, there. Well, what I'm going to suggest we do. I mean, because part of the reason I haven't gone for too many weird random events is if it's mm. going to if it's going to have any sort of meaningful impact on this little mini game, it needs to have an effect on the system. And because we've only got really like ticking off boxes is like really all that happens in it. There's a limit to what you can do because it's a very simple mini game, and we want it to be quick. Mm. Um, okay, so what I suggest we do is I'll put up like a, a rough version of this as like a blog post or something, turn it over to people who are listening. They can have a bit of a play around with it, see what they think, make some suggestions. You know, if you've got any suggestions out there, you can voicemail us, we'll give you the details at the end of it, or you can email us, see what people think. And if later on we get some new ideas, we can always add to it and do like a more polished version later on. Mm. But I think just for like a really simple, like we need a quick mini game for a barroom brawl, that's grand. And like you say, you, it's down because it's um, sort of system agnostic. It doesn't rely, really rely on anything other than knowing the number of players and a couple of D6 rolls. You can use it with any version of D&D or probably any other sort of barroom brawl style game. Because if you lose the, the fight, you all get knocked out. It's down to the GM then to determine, based on whatever system and what their preferences are, what happens to you afterwards. So you could easily use this in like FFGs like Star Wars if you're in like a cantina brawl. Mm. Because there's nothing in these rules that relies on anything system specific yeah all, all you've really got to do is change the word watch to stormtroopers yeah exactly yeah you're done yeah <laughs> so i think that's what we're going to do we're going to put this up on a blog post have a look at it see what you think give us your feedback if you've got any suggestions let us know if you want to get in touch with us you can leave us a voicemail message using speakpipe there'll be a link in the description of this show or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com until we see you next time take care stay safe and keep gaming we'll see you soon bye